episode when the days were much longer. Sadly, as they get shorter, we find ourselves in lockdown yet again. But some of those woes go away when listening to our next guest, whom you will hear from in a moment. Alison is the CEO of Silver Agency. They're a full service digital agency specializing in helping B2B software companies. She is a real ray of sunshine amidst the gloom, a business leader who is passionate about employee well-being and someone who really cares. During this episode, you'll hear the role that humor and kindness have played at Silver Agency. Alison's a really fantastic leader and well worth listening to if you're in need of both inspiration and cheer. Okay. Right. Lovely. Alison, great to have you here today. Thank you for taking the time. Well, thank you for having me and thank you for asking me. Pleasure. So um, I, I guess to start, for some companies, this transition to remote working is, is very tough. And for others, it feels like the most natural thing in the world. Where would you put Silver Agency on that scale? Well, for us, we're a creative um, business. So being a sort of marketing agency, I would say that there were 50% of the team were used to working remotely. So in particular, the ones who were client services based, but 50% of the team, which are our creative people, were very much used to being together, creatively bouncing ideas off each other and working as part of a team. So I would say 50-50, half of the team, this has been nothing new. But for 50% of them, we've had to take them on that transition as we've gone through this. But to be honest, it's been quick and relatively easy for them. Really interesting. Really interesting. Um, I guess a, a, a funny question for you for a second is, um, in this new world of remote working, how, how do you know your employees aren't just slacking off and watching Netflix, for example? Well, <laughs> it's an interesting question. Um, I think, you know, for us, we can see the workload that we have coming through. Um, and if, you know, they're choosing to do that in different times of the day um, and maybe watch a bit of Netflix at lunchtime, I don't know. Um, but I'm not necessarily seeing them slacking off to go and watch Netflix. However, we do have a, a little sort of Teams channel where we share what we have been watching on Netflix to make sure that everybody's, you know, getting the best of good entertainment, especially at the moment. But I think it's trust as well. I trust them all to deliver, you know, whether that's in the office or out of the office. So, you know, if they, if they take an hour off and watch a bit of Netflix and their job's done, then, yeah, that, you know, they're grown-ups, they can manage their own time. Fantastic. Completely agree. Um, one of the things that strikes me about you as a leader is how important the company culture is. What are the three steps that you've taken to make sure that the culture keeps thriving when that human contact goes away? Yeah, I mean... To me, culture is important and I think it's something that evolves, not something that you can, you can't tell people what the culture is. The culture comes from the people and that's collectively. So it's not just from me, it's from everybody collectively across the business. I think the main thing in particular in this time is we always have regular meetings anyway and I send um, communications out once a week to the whole of the team. But communication for me is really, really important in this time and making sure that everybody's connected and they know what's going on. The other thing is, you know, 
a lot of people are really concerned at the moment. Although at Silver, we've been really fortunate. We haven't had to furlough anybody at the moment. Um, and, you know, we are, we are busy, which is absolutely great. And thanks to the support of our clients as well. But I'm mindful that a lot of our team have had partners, family members that have either lost their jobs or had to be furloughed. And the stress of that is coming into their households and into their world. So for me, it's keeping them regularly communicating on our strategy, just not hiding anything. So it's communication in general, communication of what our strategy is, and also them being kind to each other as a team. And I know that sounds a bit, I don't know, a bit airy-fairy, but, but you know, it's really important that they all feel that they've got support, not just from me, but support across the whole organisation and just keep checking in with them. Completely agree. Completely agree with you. Um, now, how we came to be contacted in the first place was uh, you being a champion of people working autonomously and flexibly and, you know, sort of having control and being grown ups. Um, what do you see as the three biggest advantages to Silver Agency as a consequence of, of you cultivating that culture? For one, definitely talent and diversity of talent. If we can offer a flexible working environment, then we can maintain talent and we can find talent as well. And that can either be globally, it could be people who can work, only work reduced hours for whatever particular reason. But for me, it's really about keeping that talent pool going. Um, I would definitely say that's one. Um, and I think also it's about making what you know work is really important to a lot of people but also their home lives are really important as well and it's yeah. just giving that blend to make sure that they they feel supported and where necessary they can work flexibly and still deliver so that's really important and then the other thing is is especially more now than ever that whole well-being you know the whole feeling of well-being and feeling valued so I feel that um, diversity is definitely key um, and the flexibility and then the sort of byproduct of that flexibility on people's well-being completely agree do you think that remote working puts extra pressure on you as a leader and a leadership team now that you're managing multiple different people who are working on their own unique schedules or or it doesn't really matter I mean, I think if you've already had an organisation that has been totally working from home um, or working remotely, then I would say that that pressure would be, there'd be no added pressure, it would be the same. We've had to work a transition period for, as I said, more or less 50% of the team, if not more, to be honest, over a really short period of time. And I am really mindful of the pressure that has put on a number of people in the organization because in particular we have um, a studio manager and for her it's um, been a real change for her she's done an amazing job shout out to Heather but um, I would say it has been a bit of a the pressure and the transition but I think now we're in week four um, and everything is working really well I'm hoping Hoping that that sort of we're in a pattern now and I'm hoping that that will sort of ease off as we move forward into what people are calling 
the new normal although I hope it's not going to be the new normal (laughs) (laughs) me too me too um now that we're we're almost a, a, a month in you you must be seeing that there are some employees that are not just adapting well they're actually thriving in this new environment Mm-hmm. What would you say the three um, three characteristics that you're seeing in those people that are slightly different from everyone else? I would say it is um, strength. A lot of people have totally blown me away by how just um, strong that they've been through this. Um, we've got a number of people who are um, self-isolating on their own and that must be really tough you know a lot of us have got family and friends that we can who are in our households um so i would say the sort of the the strength of some of some people the other thing is um creativity i've had so many of my team email me with ideas that we can do for the business um different um, programs that we could put in place. It's been fantastic. And then the other thing I would say is the sort of supportiveness. And again, the kindness of each other as a team um, has been just really humbling. Um, It's been amazing. And they've been so supportive of each other and of me. And I'm so grateful for that because it's just been amazing. You really feel that they're all talking to each other. They're talking to me. um, And so yeah they've done an awesome job fantastic fantastic and that that thing that you said about strength i think is really interesting do you think you'll take that into your into consideration when you're hiring and interviewing moving forward um and and if so how would you go about interviewing for that i mean it's interesting that isn't it because when you go through an interview i think this will have an impact on how people look for candidates and how people interview as we come out of this we get to the destination where we're all healthy and happy and everything's good um because you've got to consider that if we if this happened again and you know this was unbelievable that this was going to happen but now people might have that on that radar you know what if this happens again right so it's got to be somebody who's who has a real positive attitude and that's something that I always look for. It's like, you know, have you got the right attitude? Are you positive? Are you proactive? Because it, it does take that strength and grit and determination to just keep going. Um, so I think for me, it's that sort of positive attitude and that consistent positive attitude, which is hard. I know when you go through an interview process, um, that that's going to be consistent and always be there. But um, yeah, that whole positivity um, approach is really going to be important. Awesome. I love that. Um, and for you, what measures have you taken personally to separate work and non-work if the space is now the same? Um, well, lucky for me, I've got a dog. So getting out every day, walking the dog, and in fact, our dog, we've got five adults in our house. Um, That dog has never been walked so much in its life. It's so happy. (laughs) It's like really happy through this situation. It's healthy and happy. Um, For me, it's about, you know, making sure that I do take that daily 
walk or exercise um but getting out in a bit of fresh air i'm fortunate i can do that and and, and walk the dog um and then i think the other thing is is not to and i ha i did do this in the beginning i was sort of sitting in front of a screen from seven till seven you know apart from an hour where i might have something to eat or and walk the dog or whatever but i think it's getting up and having those regular breaks just to walk away from the screen is really important or just ringing one of the team to have a chat about see how they are and nothing to do with the project or work but just you know checking in with people Absolutely. so it's getting those regular breaks is really really important and not looking along you know, try, oh, the other thing is don't look at the media all the time because it, it can really, I know it can be quite depressing, but, you know, just try and check in once a day at the end of the day of what's been going on because initially I had the radio on as a backdrop. Now I listen to, to music because it was just, it was just too much and it, it's not good for your mind at all to yeah. do so. I, could, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I did that in the first week and it just made such a difference because there's not much we can do either. There's nothing we can control in this situation. So it's just consuming stuff that we can't do anything about. Um, and there's so much fake news as well. Oh, I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, we final question is, um, why do you think companies are resistant to ro remote working as a larger step change beyond COVID-19. And I guess the follow-up to that is, how would you, um, as, as a company that's really adapting to this well, how would you encourage them to challenge that thinking? I think a lot of it depends, is around trust. You know, there, there's a lot, of, a lot of issues. People don't necessarily trust their employees to work from home. Going back to your Netflix question earlier. Um, and I think, I mean, for me, I've always worked in the tech space um, and um, now working agency side. Um, but for me, I think it is that trust element. In tech, a lot of people work from home and have, and a lot of organizations can't work from home, right? So I do absolutely get that. But I think it's about trust and then the infrastructure, looking at how much the infrastructure might cost an organization to be able to do that. But without a doubt, if you can do it, it is definitely, definitely worth doing. Um, from, as I said, from the diversity of the um, staff that you'll be able to have in your organization um, and just making people, you know, more, more healthy, happier. I think there's lots of benefits to it and to your clients as well. I mean, we're a global organization. So at the moment, I have a number of my team who are trying to homeschool their children or care for young children and work which is a nightmare yeah. um so for them we've come to um a working pattern where they can work a few hours in the morning then they swap with their partner and then they work again in the evening which is great for us for some of our global clients who aren't on the same time zone as yeah. them in the uk so it's just about finding that flexibility and finding out how you can work that and just because we're in this terrible situation of um having the coronavirus that shouldn't stop you know we shouldn't it shouldn't take something like this to realize the benefit of flexible working completely agree completely agree